Rusty Quill presents. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. For every minute a house fire burns, it doubles in size. Welcome back to Spirit Box Radio. Faithful listeners, I've been looking forward to speaking to you all week. Not very much has happened since we last spoke. Things have been fine. I've been kind of out of it, to be honest with you, which is why you haven't seen so much of me on the forums this past week. I've been spending a lot of time just hanging out with Revel, Cosmo and Eggroll. They follow me around the house, whatever I'm doing. It's quite charming, really. 
though I keep seeing more of their friends outside. I can't realistically take in any more of them. But enough about me and my furry pals. I have an augury forecast for you this week. It's been a while since I found one. I looked everywhere I could think that Salim or whoever else has been leaving them might put them, but this one was stuffed in a tiny plastic bag with one of those press-closed seals at the top, and it came tumbling out of my box of cat food, like those gifts you used to get in boxes of cereal. It was very exciting. The paper is old, yellowed, and worn as though creased and uncreased many times. It was folded into an inch-by-inch square which didn't quite lie flat. On the top, in tiny, delicate calligraphy, it said augury forecast for the coming week and someone had written in today's date in blue biro underneath how serendipitous i'll share it with you now today is the day you are currently experiencing tomorrow will be today tomorrow tomorrow today will be yesterday so it goes The cadence of the dawn chorus in Yorkshire suggests that a storm is coming. If your name begins with S, now is a bad time to lose sight of that to which you hold most important. Look within yourself. The answers you seek have been with you all along. If you were born on a Tuesday, try looking down the back of the couch. birds seen flying overhead in Windermere suggest that now is a good time to learn to sew. If you live in the shadow of a nearby hill, consider what you stand to gain from losing things that are weighing you down. So concludes the augury forecast. This week on the forums, there has been much continued discussion about the man in the flat cap and shell suit, with several people coming forward with possible sightings. However, as most of these occurred in Brixton in the 1970s, I think we can write off most of them as coincidences. A few of them, however, do seem to have a ring of truth to them. Jimmy from Townsend sent a message about an experience he had in the 1990s, when he was dating a man named Ben. Jimmy says that Ben was really great, possibly the best guy Jimmy ever dated. He was really smart, worked in a bookshop and dreamed of being a writer. He always carried this notebook with him, with a bright red cloth cover. The pages were rammed with scraps and Polaroids and Ben's tiny, cramped handwriting went in all directions across the smooth, cream pages. Jimmy couldn't read it. It was almost like a secret code. It was Ben that introduced Jimmy to arcanism. His house was full of herbs and spellbooks and Jimmy found the mindfulness that comes along with thinking about yourself as fundamentally connected to everything else in the universe by arcane energies an extremely calming and cathartic thought. But Ben always had this thing about roses. In Jimmy's mind, roses were romantic. They were the symbol of love, of valentines, of affection, but when Jimmy bought a bouquet of them for Ben on their first valentines together, the colour drained out of Ben's face at once. Jimmy had never seen him look so stricken. He took the bouquet and threw it in the bin. Jimmy didn't know what to do, he just stood there, staring at him. Ben said nothing. Eventually, Ben took out a cigarette. They smoked together in silence. Finally, after an hour or so had passed and Ben's shoulders had relaxed a little, Jimmy took Ben's hand. 
Ben took a deep, shuddering breath and whispered, You've seen the mark on my stomach. Jimmy had seen it, a thin scar, perfectly straight but ragged at one end. He'd brushed his fingers over it and Ben had shivered. Jimmy asked where it was from, but Ben didn't answer, so he didn't push it. I was stabbed, said Ben. Jimmy was horrified, but Ben shook his head. I was going to die. I was bleeding out. I didn't have the energy to cry for help. I was just whispering to myself over and over that I'd do anything to live. Anything at all. And then... A man came. A man with a flat cap and shell suit. And he made me an offer. And and I accepted on the grounds that I get to live. And then he reached inside of me. I cannot describe the pain. It was worse than the stabbing itself. He withdrew his hand, coated up to the elbow in my blood. The pain was gone in an instant. The man unfurled his hand and there in his palm was a red rose. I'll give this back to you, the man promised me, when the time comes. And then he got up and walked away, saying to himself, tick tock, tick tock. Ben wouldn't go into further detail about what had happened to him. Jimmy and Ben stayed together for 11 years until one day, Jimmy got in from work to find Ben sprawled on the floor in the living room. His eyes were open, staring, unseeing at the ceiling. A line of blood split from the corner of his mouth and pooled onto the floor. It was clear he'd been gone for some time, but Jimmy tried everything he could to revive him and called an ambulance, but Ben was gone. The conclusion drawn by the doctors was that he'd had a massive aneurysm that nobody had even known about, but they were confused because it was so incredibly rare to have them in your abdomen. When Jimmy returned to his now empty home that night, on the windowsill, in an empty jar cleaned out and ready to be dropped into the recycling, there was a red rose. As soon as Jimmy saw it, though, the edges of it trembled, and then, as though pulled by invisible threads, each petal lifted away, turning on a non-existent breeze, and then into nothing. And before Jimmy could even blink, the whole thing was gone. This one certainly sounds legitimate to me for a few reasons, not least because of mentions of a rose. My rose crumbled to ash for a bit that one time. Sure, it reconstructed itself when I wasn't looking, but it did disappear. And when Oliver the florist touched it, I... Well, I'm not sure what happened to him, but it certainly wasn't very pleasant. Anyway, I'm so sorry about Ben, Jimmy. And if there's anything I or your face... Ah! Sam, what on earth are you doing? Uh, it's time for the advice and community segment. No, it's three o'clock in the morning and I had to drive you to hospital this afternoon because you were completely unresponsive for three hours. Well, I'm fine now. I've had a nap. You don't need a nap. You need to get out of here. Come on. We'll have a cup of tea in the kitchen. I don't want a cup of tea. I'm in the middle of hosting the Advice and Community segment. To be honest with you, Sam, I couldn't care less what you want. What you need is to get some decent sleep. You look exhausted. I'm not. I'm fine. I need to do this. Why? I'm sorry. Why do you need to do this? Who's forcing you? Nobody, but... If nobody is forcing you, Sam, you don't have to do it. You only want to do it. 
There are only two things in life that are non-negotiable and inevitable, and that's taxes and death. Not hosting a radio show for some weirdos in the middle of the night. No, you don't understand. So explain it to me. You can't, can you? Because you don't know. Is it Madame Marie? Are you worried about letting her down? Newsflash, Sam. She doesn't care about you in the way that you think. She left you. She's a terrible mother. You take that back. No, I won't. I'm fine, Anna. You're lying. I know you are lying. Look, no, I'm not fine. I'm stressed. I'm confused. I keep having to realise again and again that I have no idea why I am the way that I am and that nothing in my life makes any sense. That's not easy. But it's not because of the show. The show is good. The show makes me feel... I don't know. I feel like it's what I'm meant to be doing, Anna. Was that a lie? No, it wasn't a lie. But it doesn't make it the truth either. You know it's not about intent. It's about actual falsehoods. What is? You, your thing that you do. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I don't need any funny mojo to know that was a lie. I've just got good instincts. That's why I'm a good lawyer. Come off it. Your instincts are terrible. That's why you're dating that guy. His name is Guy. Guy, really? Yes, really. And say what you like about him, he never lies to me. I doubt he's got the capacity. I beg your pardon? I didn't know. Never mind. No, I think we need to revisit that last point. Oh, for heaven's sake, Anna. Can you just give it a rest? Go back to bed and we can talk about it in the morning. I'm busy. Don't tell me you're still airing. It's time. Sam, I cannot believe this. You've gone too far with this nonsense and I won't stand for it any longer. I have been looking into it, and I'm pretty sure at this point it's perfectly reasonable to declare you a danger to yourself. I can't stay here and watch you 24-7 to make sure you're not doing anything stupid, so you'll just have to go somewhere where there are professionals. Anna, what the hell are you saying? I am saying you are unstable and you need help. I may not be the most robust person in the world, but I swear to you that I am fine. Do you hear yourself? You're living in a basement. Why are we yelling? Don't you get involved. You're no help. She wants me committed for the crime of hosting a radio show. Oh, for God. Anna, we talked about this. What? We both know there's a reason Madame Marie didn't want him on the recording equipment, and neither of us know why that is, but he's fine. Look at you him. You see? The best I can say is that he isn't dead. Hey! Anna, would you calm down, please? I think we needed to operate on the assumption that Madame Marie was wrong on this one. But she wasn't lying when she said it was a bad thing for him to be involved in broadcasting. What? I know, but we don't know what that means. Do you want me to make a few stabs in the dark and see if we land on the right one? It doesn't work like that. So you admit it exists? Don't push her, Sam. Listen to me, Anna. Whatever is going on, it's clearly not apocalyptic or anything. He's just hosting a show. What's the worst that could happen? Another noise complete. For heaven's sake, what are people going to think? No, Anna. That didn't come from upstairs. She's right. It's here. It's right here. Sam, get out of the way. Okay.
What are you doing? Bringing the microphone with me. Fine, whatever. Kitty! What? Be careful. Kitty, the desk. On it. I never understood how you're so strong. You wouldn't, would you? And what is that supposed to mean? You're so far up your own ass. Under the rug. Is that... It's a pentagram. Madame Marie carved this. He's right. How do you know that? It's a seam in the floorboards. Hang on. There. A latch. Smell. Musty. Damp. Like a room that has sat unopened for some time. Stairs? To where? I... I know this place. Sam, why are you taking the microphone? Where do you think you're... Ow! How did you... You sat me! Faithful listeners, it's a whole other room. It's an office. Madame Marie's office. I've been here. I know this room. I've been here before. Ugh, disgusting. All these flies. It's from the old house. It looks just like Mum's old study. From the house we lived in before we moved here. No. Anna, it is that study. That's impossible. Why is it here? Why is it... Why is it underground? All these books. I think they're journals. Madame Marie's? Some of them, yes. But others, no. Smell that, it's like... Like an unused room. No, under that, it's something else. Can't put my finger on it. Death. Oh my god, is that... It's insides, oh my god, what is that? Is it some kind of... I'm going to be sick. It's not an animal. It's her, isn't it? Yeah. It's Madame Marie. Oh my god, we have to call the police, we have to, we have to. Anna, we can't. Are you insane? There is a dead woman, our mother, we have to call. Anna, look at him. She's written something. Scratched it into the floor with her fingernails. It says, heir apparent. Her hand, Sam. Move her hand. Oh. It says, Samael, heir apparent. Oh. We can't call the police. Sam, Sam, what have you done? How could you do this? How? I didn't. I can't. I wouldn't. How can you say that? Why would you say that? Who knows what you're capable of? Samael. I don't think it was him. Do you really think he could do this? I mean, I hope. No. He didn't do it. He's not lying. Heir apparent. <sighs> Wishful thinking, Kitty. But then who? Samael. Why? She had any shortage of enemies, did she? You're right, I... Samael, 
Apollo Enfield. What are you doing? I am Samael Apollo Enfield, heir apparent to the Blood Rose Crown. I speak and will be heard. What am I saying, faithful listeners? I think it's time for bed. Box Radio is distributed by Hanging Thoth Studios under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. And this concludes the end of part one of season one. Spirit Box Radio will return for part two of season one on the 19th of April 2021. The show is created, directed and produced by me, Ada Major, the voice of Sam Enfield. This episode also features the voices of Alex Palaver Richardson as Anna, Jesse Jeffrey as Kitty, music is by maybe wednesday find us on twitter at spiritbox radio or tweet the sloths at hanging sloths you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash hanging sloth studios spiritbox radio is recorded in front of a dead studio audience Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.